Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 256 and it's just the two of us tonight, eh Mike? Yep, no guest, terrible. We get used to having that third voice, it makes our job a lot easier. Well, it makes your job a lot easier. I don't think it really makes any difference to mine. Can't see how it makes my job any easier. It just means we don't have to talk as much. Although, to think of it, you do have a point about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're not meant to... This is your opportunity to rise to my (laughs) defence. You can't defend anybody when there's just a two on you, you know. I did meet someone who was very interested in Stargate and was proudly showing off three big Finnish audio CDs he had. He's local. Yeah. But for logistical reasons, it'd be easier if I could just pop up to his house. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that would work, certainly. I have space now to have someone sit comfortably beside me without them being on top of everything else. Yay, space. I'm concerned about these wine gums I'm eating. Why? Because the ingredients list includes de-alcoholized wine. Grape juice? I'd already eaten half the bag when I bothered reading the ingredients list. Right, then, this week we're going to be watching Irresponsible, Season 3, episode of Stargate Atlantis, and the return of a beloved character. Or maybe not. I'm starting to think I missed a week of Stargate. And it was this particular week because I hadn't seen the SG-1 episode and this one's not ringing any bells at all. Uh, Entirely possible. I was away and it didn't DVR or something else and I just missed it completely. And I didn't bother. But We'll see. At the end of 42 minutes, (laughs) you say, can't remember a thing about that. (laughs) I'll listen carefully when you give me the broadcast dates and that should help. Because I should be able to remember whether or not I were doing something else. Have you watched Man in the High Castle? Never heard of it. It's one of Amazon's pilots. The new ones. You know about Amazon's pilot thing? Yeah. Never watched. Well, I think I've watched one. I watched the Zombieland one, and my only thought was, Woody Harrelson's character wasn't that dumb. I watched the Chris Carter one. Clearly it didn't grab you then. Well, they never made a series of it, so who cares, really? I enjoyed it. Nice twist at the end. Man in the High Castle is alternate history. It's set in 1962. Apparently the Germans dropped an atom bomb on Washington and half the continental US is in the extended New Reich and the other half is in the Japanese Pacific states and there's a neutral zone in the middle. Odd. You would have thought the Nazis would have, wouldn't have really put up with that. There's tension, there's obviously a resistance, but... They've got nukes. Has Japan got nukes? I don't know. I mean, like it's an hour-long pilot without ads. When you're in a war and you've got an atomic bomb, <laughs> you know, well, what's the worst that they can do well, to us? Well, obviously they decided after they'd wiped out the US to agree an armistice. You'd really want really, really good concessions if you've got that sort of advantage. Well, they have about two-thirds of the eastern United States. But there's some very casual stuff. I mean, there's a guy pauses at one point and he sees ash drifting down and he says to the copper, you know, he goes, he goes oh, it's the hospital. It's Tuesday. They're born cripples in the terminally ill. And these kind of things are dropped in casually as though this is perfectly acceptable and normal behaviour. Oh, uh, how are you with Banshee? I'm not going to start watching it until it's finished its run. Yeah. There's really anything else, is there? I watch a lot of stuff, then. Looking at Banshee Season 3, the thing which struck me most is how brutal it is. I mean, the violence in it comes across as quite believable and quite nasty. The Babylon Project was our last best hope for Scott. A self-contained podcast, one hour long, located on the internet. The year is 2014. The name of the place is The Babylon Project Podcast. Hi, this is Raul from The Babylon Project Podcast. Jim and I would like to invite you to join us as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of one of the most important sci-fi series of all time, Babylon 5. We'll be making our way through all five seasons with commentary and thoughts and a little bit of fun. Find us at babylonprojectpodcast.wordpress.com or you can find us on iTunes. Look forward to hearing from you. And remember, no boom today, boom tomorrow. There's always a boom tomorrow. All right then, you have ready to go. Yep, as per usual, we will be watching the Region 2 PAL version of Stargate Atlantis. Pity, really. Blu-ray is absolutely beautiful. 
this run time is a little bit lower and it's, it would just be easier to rip. Ripping berets is a huge pain in the ears. It's doable. You just got to start it and go and do something else. Yeah, tricky for me. Unless I started it and went out ingressing. Right, in honour of the language I'm currently studying, we're going with Swedish tonight for those interested. Okay then. Three, two, et, clicky. Ah, uh, CGI water. Yes. Not the most effective. The hero you speak of, he doesn't happen to have a name, does he? <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> yes. Referred to him as a, a great hero of the town. A warrior who oh dear. Yes, I'd be suspicious of that straight away. <laughs> yeah, they're good traders and kind people. I don't recall there being many superheroes. Sounds like one of my people. <laughs> yes, high opinion of himself. Although he does have reason to be. Yeah. Sounds to me like someone's imaginations for a little while. Come on, John, there are worlds that thing. You are a god. Yeah. Saw him in action against several armed men. <laughs> By action, exactly what do they mean? I'm here, I'm here. I just had to get my autograph book in case uh, Taylor's superhero turned out to be the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Rodney. See if you can establish trade relations with the townspeople. We will. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> Forgot his gun. We don't see that very often these days. My childhood hero was Evil Knievel. Was he not evil? Yeah, that was just his name. He was a daredevil. That looks like an American town. Kind of a devil, he just jumped motorcycles over things. Why? Just because. Tell me they didn't build that. No, they didn't build that. And you have seen that village before. It was used in the SG-1 episode Revisions. Oh, the one with the shrinking field thing? Yes, that's it. Same one. Hmm. Oh, come on, God, he's, he's got a cornstalk or something <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> Batman, Rodney, I don't see it really. Yeah. A superhero. Although I suppose you could argue, like you say, and he uses his mind and his billions. Not only a hero, but a legend in Scotland. <laughs> my first unit commander. He once fought and killed 12 enemy soldiers. Martin Wood and Michael Blundell do the commentary for this episode. <laughs> Martin was saying this episode didn't turn out to be as much fun as he has expected, mainly because of production issues <laughs> rather than the story. This is your first visit to our village? Several of my people have said that you are good and fair traders. We are. Not just our high opinions themselves, then. <laughs> this is Amoris. He's played by Adam Bergquist. Seeing him in Eureka, Hiccups, and a show called Perfect. Then uh, there's a good chance he is one of my people. Can you take us to him? Yeah, the village is very recognisable as the one from uh, Revisions. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> okay, then. I hope everybody's ready for this shocking revelation. Here he is. The mightiest of heroes, our champion protector, Lucius Lovett. Yay! Lucius! Well, you look who it is. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, lads. Sod this, we're not sticking around. <laughs> and cue credit sequence. <laughs> okay, Irresponsible. Season 3, episode 13 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast episode 256. This episode was directed by Martin Wood, written by Joseph Melozzi and Paul Mully. Had its premiere in Canada December the 4th, 2006. We got it in the UK January the 24th, 2007, and the Americans April the 27th. In Sweden, they got it November the 2nd, Germany January the 9th, 2008, and Japan January the 14th, 2009. So, uh, January 24th, what were you doing 2007 and on? Um, I think it was that wedding. Fair enough, that's why you missed it then. <laughs> Believe it or not, there are no TV shows with episodes of the same name. Hmm. I was amazed. Right then, we're back. And he is he's doing his uh, tall tale telling. <laughs> now John's got a cornstalk. I wonder, did he enjoy the opportunity to wear shades? They had to though. It was a very, very hot day. All the astroturf they put down, they said that were, you know, kind of a big heat oak. Drawing closer to death. Now, had I been the only one in that building, the only one in that burning building, I would have surrendered. That just looked thoroughly good. Well, like that and the heat as well. Mm. But there were women and children there with me whose very survival lay in my hands, and I'm not about to let them down. You'll see later that a lot of the actors are wearing wool uniforms or leather, so that doesn't help. 
They were originally going to shoot in Border Town. Change of location, they had to come and film here. Force of will. I began to choke him and... Ow, 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 ow. That said that wasn't going to hurt. I lied. I lied. Ow. Nice one, Carson. And I, I sprang up and, and I led them all to safety. <laughs> oh, they look impressed. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Thanks very much. You've got that feeling that this is not going to end well. Ow. <laughs> That's it. Explain yourself. Uh -huh. You said the way out was blocked. Good point. You were listening. That's good. That's good because it was. It was blocked until... <laughs> details, details. Let's not worry about that. What are you, a writer? And ignoring the searing heat. And uh, the, the, the flames that were just swirling and swirling. But how did you... Uh... Okay, it's enough reminiscing for today. He's not playing. <laughs> we gather tomorrow. I'll tell you about how I was almost seduced by a beautiful ancient. Sounds entertaining. Oh, yeah. That sounds reasonable. Sounds funny. You know, your stories are awfully fascinating and familiar. And where would Lucius have got this sort of information from? I admit, I took some inspiration from some of the mission reports that I perused while I was on Atlantis. Uh -huh. <laughs> perused. Read them all. They really did give him too much access to the city. <laughs> Darling, you're not going to find any trace of that special herb in my system. I learned my lesson the last time. Thanks to all of you. You mean these people are not drugs? They simply adore you for who you are? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, look at him. You'd love him. Come on, Richard Kind. Come on. He's fun in Gotham. Slightly different character, but you can't really take him seriously. <laughs> In all modesty, these people loved me, pure and true. Lucius, you can't say anything modestly. I saved them. Did he now? Now, a couple of months ago, this bunch of ruffians come into town, start causing trouble. <laughs> ruffians. Not a word you really hear that often. I'm the town hero. They give me gifts, the women are throwing themselves at me. Like the old days, except better, because now... And that's drugged. <laughs> that's probably one of the lines of the century. Much better now they're not drugged. Come on then. Oh dear. It's not so hard. When you're invincible. Smug. I'm invincible. Smug look on his face. Right. All right. Now this required uh, a little bit of CGI work, of course. Mm -hmm. They built a, a steel skeleton of a man, painted him green, and that basically they built all the CGI on top of that. Time for a demonstration. What is he? Now in this effect, look for the green flash. When you see that, you are actually seeing the metal skeleton structure that they did all the CGI on. Hmm. Worked pretty well. Oh my God. I can't help but feel that those guys are thinking, it took us ages to get it up there. Yeah. Don't, come on. I wouldn't. I'm telling you, don't. <laughs> don't, 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 Ronan. Don't. That should have broke his hand. Yeah. See? Invincible. I can't be vinced. <laughs> I can't be vinced. I really, really would love on Spice Mountain Wood didn't have someone called Vince there. I had this personal shield all along. It was a gift from one of my many admirers back at the old village. Yeah, familiar. It looks green, and green is never good. Oh, you recall that McKay found one of the shields? Devices that you guys discovered. You did an awful lot of perusing while you were on the base. I peruse. It's a gift. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. You say you come by my place tonight. No, thanks. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh. Oh. I'm the town hero. That was ages ago. What have you done for me lately? Come on, Lucius. You got to give the women folks something that will make them come back for more. How is it that you're able to operate the ancient technology without the ATA gene? Good question. Carson, what did you do? Come on. So he got somebody to switch it on, and then it works for anybody. Kind of defeats purpose, doesn't it? Fascinating. You do know those things run out of juice eventually, don't you? Come on. These ancient things last forever. Up until the point that they don't. Probably at the most inconvenient time as well. I'm going to go take a walk. If I don't see you before you leave, well then I'll just, uh... Well, I'll talk to you later. We're not going anywhere until we get those test results. Whatever you want. He's confident. You can assume that he isn't taking any of that drug. Hmm. Well, he's. they did the blood test. Yeah, and then got the results back yet. Hmm. So, as uh, 
That's Carson actually run back to the gate, gone back to Atlantis, done the research, <laughs> and he's on his way back. He's Lucius. You kidding me? So he's up to something else then. Some people, despite all the evidence, are just not trustworthy. Why are you looking at me? Look, at least he's trying to do something good in order to get people to like him this time. Well, I've completed my tests. Looks like Lucius is telling the truth. No traces of the drug in the system. He's clean. That's our cue to leave. Whoa, 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 wait. Am I the only person here who thinks he is taking advantage of these poor people? They're not poor people. They look reasonably okay. They're well fed. They look healthy. They're at peace. Occasional ruffians. Well, that's just the price you pay. Yeah. yeah. Where's Lucius? He went out for a stroll. He should be returning shortly. A stroll. Whenever he gets back. Martin in the commentary said there were problems with the timeline in this. Lucius literally just left the tavern. So how long has he had to organise this? Well, what's going to happen next? Yeah, exactly how did they get so far into the village? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, collateral damage, that really complicates things, doesn't it? Drop your weapons or die where you stand. <laughs> Again, stun weapons would come in really handy. I said drop your weapons. Not looking for a fight, we're just passing through town. I got two on my right and one straight dead ahead. Two at 12 o'clock, one behind the fruit stand. If we act now, we risk injuring innocent villagers. And us. We risk injuring us. <laughs> ah, Rodney. Well, he's only being sensible. It's your call. One of the bad guys gone. There. No shells. Oh. No cartridges. Good point. Pretty much guarantee you'll be one of them. Are you this hero we've heard rumours of? Question is, did John see that? No. Did he assume that there's more going on? Come here. Come. Come. They lower your weapons. <laughs> Give up, or these breasts get it. Not those breasts. <laughs> They're my favourite ones. There we go, close to all. Still no cartridges. Some cartridges. Looks like cartridges on our left and none on our right. Well, you can see the backplate of the revolver. Handcuffed as well. Mm. Organised ruffians. So where is this hero? One who'd surely stop us from emptying the town's coffers. Helping ourselves to its women. The town has coffers? <laughs> the wench. I'm sorry, that is what she is called, the wench. Really? Meredith McGeechee. She's been in Fringe, Eureka, Andromeda, The L Word and Supernatural. He's right here. Here he comes. Like I said, they were going to shoot in a Wild West town. This was mm. going to be the long walk along the main street, you know, the the hero coming into town. Of course, now... <laughs> Where are they shooting at them? Kill them! Uh, again, it could be the bullet issue. Maybe they haven't got any bullets. And you've got to, you, you've got to love the shield, how it can actually absorb the energy. And then deliver it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's a hot day. That's what you want to do. Get out! Don't come back! For so long as I protect these people, this town shall be safe. <laughs> so, remarkable, isn't it? Just as it seemed they were really tiring of him, everything's alright again. Almost as if he planned it that way. So I, I finish off the last Wraith Guard, and I turn around and I look at the Queen and I say, you know, if you were 20 pounds heavier, you'd look like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yep, she's friends with him again. I'm not saying she's shallow, but... <laughs> hey, Colonel Shepard! Hey, come here, sit down, sit down. Make way, get, let, let, let him have a seat. No, no, we have to go. You sure? Because they're making some kind of a schnitzel of my honour tonight. No, we gotta get back. Oh. Well, I guess the only thing left to do is for you to thank me. What for? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> You're pushing it, Lucius. Thank you. <laughs> it was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. What are you talking about? It was nothing. Oh, dear. These people had you on your knees. Yes, they did. Steady, Ronan, steady. Don't go too far. You've got company. Be careful on the way back to the gate, because there's, there's talk of some angry raiders in the area. 
No, no, no. Oh, it's a good job that John was there. Ronan would be going back into the tavern and ripping his head off. I think I'm going to go out for a walk. Oh, yeah. Suspicious much? Make sure those ruffians are gone for good, all right? Don't you worry. <laughs> yes, I have wench. <laughs> I'll be back. What writer doesn't want to include those words? Again, this is still the Fantasy Gardens. It was a tourist attraction. Kind of run down now. The gardens are a bit overrun. Yeah, I saw that. I'd say this is one of the one of the things that Martin wasn't very pleased about. A lot of ideas they had for these scenes just didn't work because they're operating in a much smaller area. All the big action had to take place in the town square instead of big wide open areas. This was really the only other location, a small chapel, where people actually can get married. Nice job, everybody. Very convincing. A little too convincing. Took out three of Lanko's teeth and broke Fortnum's wrist. Hey, I had to make it look good. Anyway, here's a little something that may make it worthwhile. Not much. A little something. <laughs> Don't look a lot, does it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very confident of his ability not to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, tell you the truth. You guys didn't really seem to have your hearts in it. This is Dean Ray, playing the Janai officer. Mm. He's been in Supernatural, Arctic Air... X-Files and Highlander. I found Arctic Air very hard to obtain. Cancelled now, three seasons. Uh-huh. Now you're mercenaries. Come on, as far as jobs for hire go, this wasn't so bad. Yes. It's surprising there were any Jedi left after they knew Cowan and his men. <laughs> I mean, most of his elite guard was with him. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're Cowan's personal guard, why weren't you with him to die with him? That's it, yeah. I suppose, you know, second... Sorry about that, buddy. Lucius has got to be careful. Keep poking the bear, eventually it'll turn on you. And these are very dangerous men. Desperate. One of these days we'll march into the capital and we take what was ours. Yeah, well. Good luck with that. And he turns his back on him as he walks away. Total confidence and arrogance. <laughs> How did they creep up there, hiding the trees? Nobody noticed them. Well, Lucius isn't going to notice them. Crane shot. <laughs> Go for it, lad. Go for it. Although it's not that funny, let's be honest. Have you seen the idiocracy? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else want to take a crack at me, huh? Hey! Hey, what are you doing back here? I thought you left town. We were leaving when we ran into this gentleman who has a very interesting story to tell. Uh, speaking of stories, um... You know, John, this is almost getting petty, really, isn't it? Yeah. There's no point in pretending, Lucius. You lied to these people. This man's not a hero. Unlike last time, Lucius isn't really doing that much harm. It's true. It was all a setup to make him look like he saved the town. That's Fortnum, played by John Cuthbert. He was also in SE1, Smoke and Mirrors, playing Devlin. You? What? They don't believe him. That's the thing John's lying. He chooses to besmirch our Lucius. <laughs> the thing was an act. The guns weren't even loaded. If it were not for Lucius, you and your friends would all be dead. Yeah. No, no, he tricked you. You don't know him like we do. We're the good guys. Oh, just go yeah. home. Come on, go home. That's a problem. They're always butting their noses in where it doesn't belong. Oh, hello. <laughs> Listen, I want to apologise for the whole angry mob thing. See, this is where he goes a little bit too far. I suppose at least there isn't anybody with a big palm leaf peeling his grapes. All right, I'm putting a stop to this. Oh, come on. They just got started. I'm talking about the foot massage. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't there an 80-year-old granny doing yeah. your feet? Why are there two more wenches? Well, one good deed. you got to make it pay, haven't you? Ah, there we go. Mm-hmm. What scam? You are taking advantage of these people. Too right. I know it looks that way, but I was being honest about that bunch of thugs that attacked this village a couple of months ago. You know, this is a nice town, nice people, and they needed somebody to save them, so I did. I was a hero. Now, today's incident... You mean performance? It was just my way of reminding them of that fact. In fact, I insisted the guns not be loaded so nobody would get hurt. It was nice of you. Yeah, then you had to go and figure it all out. You're going out there right now, and you're going to come clean with these people. Or else. Or else what? <laughs> or else what? Yeah. 
you've only got to hit him when the shield ain't on. If they're mass- massaging his feet, the shield wasn't on. Yep. Yeah. Well, you keep thinking, big boy. This is what happens when you pretend. It's not me this time, I swear. Oh, boy. Oh, Jedi. Call ya. You really ought to kill that bloke, because he's always going to turn up. I still said, didn't we try? Didn't we what? Try. Oh, he, he tries, yes. He's worth actually sniping from there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whenever the Jedi turn up, it's always, uh, it's never a good day for the local population. Soldiers of Jedi are part of a... Now I know all about Kolya and the Jedi. When I was on Atlantis, I Peru. Mission reports, right, right. This is very bad. No, no, this is great. This will be a great opportunity for me to solidify my place in the community. They're going to give me a parade after this one. Hey, hang on. <laughs> Let him go for it. Why not? They can't hurt me. i got the personal shield. And if they burn the town down around you out of spite. Mm, okay, good point. <laughs> yeah, they don't play fair. Not unlike the people from Atlantis. Shoot him. Good idea. Colonel, you can't. Just call you. The shooting will not stop them. She's right. We'll have to kill them all. I'm all right with that, by the way. Good. Let's do it. John? What? <laughs> all or nothing. That's a spirit, Ronan. <laughs> then many of these townspeople will certainly be killed. They do not deserve to die because of us. I think John really, really, really wants to kill him. Yeah. They will simply move on. Nobody gets hurt. That's my vote and my heartfelt recommendation. You want to hide? Well, we could call it uh, strategic concealment. That is bloody brilliant, Rodney. Inspired. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why would there be a secret room in this little village? See, I like to entertain. And on occasion, a husband will get angry, come looking for his wife, so to avoid an awkward scenario. Okay, we get it. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, he's looking sceptical. So, a simple closet isn't good enough. I'll let you know when the bad guys clear out. Don't screw around, Lucius. All right, tell them we've moved on. Once they get out of town, they're out in the open. We'll deal with it ourselves. It's no time to be a hero, you understand? Perfectly. I'm serious. I can see that. No heroics. You say if you're going to hide from an angry husband, you must well be in a room with a bit of artwork. By the way, John, there isn't a handle on the other side of the door. (laughs) So how does he open it from the inside? I'm not sure they can. Well, how does he when the husband comes looking for him? Ah, good point. Well, the, the woman that... No, this has got to be his apartment, hasn't it? His place. Yeah. Surely. All right, that's enough. All these houses that they're in, as we said, they were in revisions. Most of them were just facades, with the interiors being some office space and a few tourist shops and cafeterias. So you got two choices. You can either leave or I'll make you leave. <laughs> this isn't going to go well. Yep. Robert Davy. Awesome actor. Interesting. Is that the best you can do? As a matter of fact, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Very nice. Yeah. This was a very complex shot, mixture of real water, CGI water, standing. Not so invincible now, are we, hero? That's what happens, Lucius, when you, you know, cheat somebody. Yep. Eventually, they'll come back. Karma and all that. Karma yeah. is very quick these days. True, yes. I didn't hurt anybody. I hurt that guy with, you know, Lanko. And the, the, the one with the gimpy wrist. Look, I don't want to hurt you or anyone in this town. All I want is Shepard and his team. It's just a completely calm, rational voice. Oh, yeah. You can get it before they get to the gate. My men are already guarding the gate. <laughs> Oops. I'll ask you once more. Where are they? I don't know. You think about it, you know, because of the shield, he's being ducked <laughs> in water, but he's perfectly dry. Well, then we'll have to do a thorough job of searching the area. Which could take hours. How long can you hold your breath? <laughs> that's EGI water. Mm. But of course, the initial shot, they had real water. That was when they had the stand-in wearing the uh, the green screen mask type of thing. Yeah. Eat up, eat up. Oh, gone. There was a way out then. Well, unless they have characters, Arthurian device. 
up there upstairs. That's not the greatest hiding place, is it? Well, that didn't take too long. All right, let's get out of this town, set up a decent ambush without all these people around. Uh, how are we going to creep? Tell me, all the Janai are concentrated in the town square and at the Stargate, but nobody else yeah. is actually patrolling. They weren't there. <laughs> That's where I left them. <laughs> hmm. That's weird. Mm -hmm. I wonder where they could have gone. That personal shield of yours is very interesting. Yeah. If we were to bury you alive, it would protect you from the weight of the soil. <laughs> very good point there by Collier. Yeah? <laughs> the shield has its uses, but it's very limited what it actually can do. It's got to be used just as another piece of tactical hardware. Yep. Lucius is using it pretty much as a, a be-all and end-all. Yeah. Well, single point of failure. We're really close. You and Shepard? Yeah. I don't think so. Then we're... Or, or Rodney or Carson. We're like, we're, we're like the best of friends. And how is it you know them so well? I spent some time in Atlantis. It's the nicest place I've ever been. Best time I ever had. <laughs> yeah, so did Collier. He quite liked it as well. Tell me more. So I finish off the last Wraith Guard. <laughs> Seriously, he's <laughs> telling me stories. If you were 20 pounds heavier... Hmm. That's not a Deloise, is it? No. It kind of looks like one. <laughs> of course, my ex-wife was a knockout, but, you know, where's the funny in that? <laughs> you know, that personal shield's amazing. Yeah. Mind if I try it? Yeah, go ahead. There we actually saw him switch it on, which obviously allowed him to drink beforehand. <laughs> We're all friends, really. <laughs> yeah, slit your throat from ear to ear. <laughs> Good times. Good times. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> He knows he is so far up the proverbial. I told you everything already. In that case, it's getting late and I could use some rest before the funeral. <laughs> First time I watched the scene, I didn't really understand it. Second time, I didn't. Even Martin Wood in the commentary, yeah. he's saying, you know, the timeline doesn't really work at all. Delicious. What are you doing here? I mean, it's a trap. They know they were watching. They've set him up. Rumor has it they were going to bury you alive. You came to save me? Yeah, well, exactly. Let's go. I can't, I can't. I'm tied into, to the chair. Okay. Okay, then. He's tied to the chair. Oh, no. <laughs> a dynamite with a light fuse. Who lit the fuse? Okay. Uh, ow! Yeah. What is he just that shooting people? You might as well, aren't you? I mean, he's rolling. <laughs> Not the greatest plan ever. No. Nope. <laughs> and there's Carson, already being frog marched through the village. Put up a fight, didn't he? Man. Was he just referred to as man? Yep, I believe so. <laughs> I mean, even the shockwave from the blast, you know, didn't really affect him. Well, maybe it's like the dual shields and it slows down objects in direct proportion to the speed they approach at. You get to live another day. If ever there was a new Bond title, that was it. Sanchez. Shepard, he got away. Yeah, but... <laughs> oh, dear. You have failed me for the last time. That's unfortunate. I'm not sure he did. I think he made. I think he made a mistake, and now he's covering himself. Don't disappoint me again. Yeah, wait for it. <laughs> yeah. Secure the prisoners. Perhaps they'll be more effective, mate. <laughs> Get this fixed. He pretended it was like deliberate action on him, Pat. Yeah. During these. Back alley scenes, they had to do a lot of work, making sure you couldn't see all the electric lights in the ceilings <laughs> and everywhere. Either set the camera up so you couldn't see him or dress the set a bit. Mm. John certainly does play a mean game of hide and seek. And this, this was actually a garage. They removed the garage door and made a jail cell out of it. Oh. Do you think he got away? If they captured the colonel, wouldn't he be here with us? He'll be back in a jumper in no time. I doubt that's metal, then. No. 
In a bit, you'll see Ronan kick it, and it actually broke. They're still looking for him. If they haven't found him yet, chances are he managed to slip the perimeter. Yes. He and Lucius are no doubt plotting our rescue as we speak. <laughs> Gruel. It's wood painted with hammerite. I would imagine so. You could have loved McKay. <laughs> food. Eat. How many times McKay ate food and then realised he probably shouldn't have done? He didn't even ask, has it got lemon in it or anything? Batman, that's a superhero. I don't understand. Your people cannot place their future in Lucius's hands. The time has come for you to save yourselves. Doesn't sound like a great idea to him. We have no hope of defeating these soldiers. You will with our help. Then why did you not do so before? We were concerned for the safety of the village. Now we don't care. <laughs> he doesn't look too convinced, if I'm being honest. No. It's too dangerous. Best to wait for Lucius to return, then he'll save us all. No, wait. Lucius isn't a hero. Yeah, that's not the attitude to take, young man. I swear I didn't know about the bomb. I don't know what those guys were doing. How the hell do you get out here? Everybody's looking for you. I just walked out unnoticed. Isn't that something? So what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> hmm. No, they've got guns. <laughs> you see, we just got off this planet. My team is back there. Yeah, so is a guy who wants to throw me alive. Oh, you're done playing hero now, are you? I reckon these gardens would look absolutely fantastic if they were still being maintained. After all, Alton Towers was pretty much the same as this back in the day. Hmm. There he goes. That's where it broke. <laughs> when he was doing his Monkey Man impression. Rodney, you're not trying to dig your way out here, are you? I'll see if you can find another spoon. Someone help him to go twice as fast. Yeah, watch too many old movies, McKay. Yeah. <laughs> Almost hear the coldest music or something. I have to give Colonel Shepard credit. No opponents ever caused me this much trouble. He's smooth, isn't he? Unfortunately, I'm going to have to kill him. It's funny. He says the same thing about you. Really? <laughs> I'm flattered. You can't kill him if you can't catch him. I will. Martin was talking about Robert. He was saying, you know, the guy is totally different to the character he's playing. You'll be allowed to stay alive for the time being. Unless you were stupid enough to eat the meal you were served. <laughs> 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 What's in food? I'm just kidding. You know, he normally plays a bad guy. He isn't really like that. And he kept saying, you know, you're not going to kill me in this episode. And then he was trying to figure out how Koya could survive and come back. <laughs> And he said he actually came up with an idea that actually wasn't too bad. This time, however, I have no intention of backing Dr. Weir into a corner. After all, what's a small number of your P90s, a few grenades and some ammunition in exchange for your lives? And they also had a good laugh at the young actor next to Collier. He said he was literally falling asleep standing up. We could end up allies. That's not going to happen, Collier. Well, we're standing out having this little chat. There's no doubt Colonel Shepard has reached the Stargate and contacted Atlantis. In just a matter of minutes, this village will be swarming with our people. And I can guarantee you, that's not going to happen either. Well, yeah, I imagine he's in contact with his people, so he knows nobody's touched the gate yet. Yeah, but how often are they check-ins? I imagine quite frequent. You know, normally two guys rummaging around in the bushes would be very suspicious. I don't believe Now, this is a very nice little shot. You know, for the CGI gate, it doesn't look too bad at all. Colonel Shepard, I'm going to assume you can hear me. I'm also going to assume that if you haven't reached the gate by now, you soon will. So I want to save you some trouble. My men have secured the gate. Could you step one foot back, Collier? <laughs> then Ronan can grab you. Yeah. Come back and face me, Colonel. It's a western, but not set in a wild western. I'll start killing your friends. Any volunteers? Don't all rush forward at once. Which one of them shall we kill first? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I'm leaning toward Dr. McKay myself. <laughs> well, he wouldn't. <laughs> well, he shot him last time, so... Colonel? Corey, this is Shepard. I'm coming back. Don't keep me waiting. That's what this is all about? Killing Shepard? Absolutely, Dr. McKay. But don't feel left out. If I don't get those weapons from Dr. Weir, I fully intend to kill you as well. Well, yeah. Pride, revenge. <laughs> You'll do it so politely as well. Sure. Now, um, 
Yeah, I am. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm coming. Coming with you. Just. Uh, yes or no? I don't. Don't pressure me like this. I'm gonna come with you. Make and I'll help you out. Okay. Oh boy, they better give me a parade for this one. Now the episode was running a bit short, so they had to create to load more scenes, and this is one of them with the two walk and talk. Most of this is ad lib by Richard Kind from some ideas from the writers and other people. Why didn't he just turn the shield on, beat the crap out of the guys at the gate? What was the issue? Uh, perhaps because they'd hear about it and they'd kill these four. Probably start shooting the villagers as well. This guy actually has a name, Heyman. I don't recall him being named. Oh, just because they get a name, unless actually talking, they're not going to get he credited. Did. He said out. Out. <laughs> he gets paid a lot extra. He's a speaking extra then. It doesn't work that way. Okay, okay, here's what. Okay, what if I swung from a clock tower on a long rope right into town? And yeah, this was ad-libbed as well. That's all I, have. I could set myself on fire. I like that. <laughs> okay. um, I could run naked. Oh, I know, I know. I have one. What if I got on your shoulders and we have a cloak? They, they, I, some religious thing. They could be afraid of giants. <laughs> okay. Afraid of giants. This is why you have Richard Kind for this sort of role. You couldn't really write it, could you? <laughs> Perhaps you could if you're on the right sort of medication. This is all ad-libbed then? Yeah, improv. You know, where you get a number of subjects and then you just go for it. You know, it really isn't a very big village because I think everybody is in this single room. Lucius. I knew you'd return to save us. I've returned. But you people, you're going to have to save yourselves. Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't know the sign of that. If we've got to save ourselves, next time you want to uh, sleep with me, you're going to have to do it yourself. They all look a bit puzzled. Wait for you to come back? That guy in the background, they called him Beardo. <laughs> what if I didn't know that you were in trouble or I couldn't get back in time? What would you do then? Well, just what we're doing now. We'd wait for you to return, like you are doing. Working so far. So you've got to fend for yourselves, starting today. I, I understand what Lucius is saying. Go, girl. By allowing him to assume the responsibility of protecting us, we're surrendering our independence. That's right. Right? So... In exchange for the convenience of having someone safeguard our town, we're giving up the very part of ourselves we seek to protect. Listen to her. She's smart. We need to regain our strength and our independence yeah. by taking responsibility for our lives mm -hmm. and the lives of our neighbors. Yep. After today, we will no longer be dependent on one man. No. There will okay, be no on. champion protector, for no. it will fall to us to protect... Well, okay, okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> You're a wench. Mm -hmm. okay. So what else have you surrendered to Lucius of? <laughs> well, I imagine initially they had to beat him up with a stick. <laughs> Jobs, or yeah, you have hobbies, right? Beardo here, he likes to fish, right? You, you don't want to be bothered by having to rise up and save the village every day, you know what I mean? And I wonder, Lucius, would you consider her smart if she wasn't quite so smart? <laughs> Real smart here and there. Oh, <laughs> she's going too far now. <laughs> We don't even need Lucius. We can look after ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the next mayor of the village. Well, here's the thought. If you get rid of the ruffians and the banditos first, then they may never come back. Mm. Of course they'll come back. They always come back. Well, that's one of the things about a lot of the planets in the Stargate franchise. They don't seem heavily populated. You know, they tend to be little settlements or villages. That's because heavy population requires industry. Anytime there's sufficient industry gathered together, the race come along and call it... When you're basically numbed back to the Stone Age every century or so, it's difficult to get an industry going. Not only in Atlantis, SG-1 as well. I should have killed you when we first met, Colonel. Would have saved me a lot of trouble. Feelings mutual. Beyond those houses, that must be wilderness. You think so? High noon. Goodbye, Shepard. Cheating! That probably took some convincing to get that off Lucius. Yeah. Well, now that you got that out of your system. Oh, crap. Okay, now shoot him. Shoot him. Go on. Shoot him. Reload! What? Everybody emptied the guns. That's not tactically sound. You should have left town when you had the chance. Oh, people power. The peasants are revolting. Yes, I know. An oldie, but a goodie. Yeah, it's not so big now, are you, when you've got these <laughs> spades and cleavers and scythes coming at you. And the occasional flintlock. I'm sure you're thinking the same thing right about now. <laughs> oh, and very nice. 
I gave you the opportunity to surrender, I don't suppose you'd take it. <laughs> well, you got to offer it, don't you? I didn't think so. Ooh. <laughs> oh, baby. Good job the bullet didn't go right through him. People everywhere, including Carson right behind Collier. Put down your weapons. Try to explain that to Elizabeth. We need a new doctor. Let's be honest with you. I killed Collier. What kept you? <laughs> Ronan looks mildly impressed. Not a lot, just mildly. I wonder how many times we've actually seen that little village square in this episode. It's been used a lot. Feast, really? That's hardly a feast. You sure you guys can't stay for some schnitzel? I mean, this is a party for you guys as much as anybody, right? You guys have a good time. We're overdue. Well, thanks for everything. Just remember, stay out of trouble. We'll be back. Oh, uh, Colonel Shepard? Oh, the deal. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cheers, <laughs> I did say I'd give that back to you, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as it's broken. We're going. You're an honest man. And you made me a better man myself. Bull. Good. Anybody buying this? Violence. Do you think it's broken? Or have they done something to it? I said that personal shield was depleted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then it is with us. Pretty much. You're not going to tell Lucius? No. Kick me as hard as a cat. Ow! Oh. They'll <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> and they walk off into the distance. Yeah, because they couldn't be bothered with the CG for actually dialing. Which they didn't use at all. Why bother? <laughs> I imagine Martin was just thankful that was the last shot of the year. <laughs> every camera angle, every shot he used, he'd done before in revisions. There wasn't nothing new they could do there. But because they lost border time, they had to make do with the fantasy gardens. You will recognise from episodes of Supernatural, Highlander and the X-Files. I will. Unfortunately, it got torn down in 2010. Just the Dutch castle was kept up as a historical landmark. I see. Yep. Well, to Americans, or indeed probably Canadians, historical is anything under 250 years. True, it's still historical, everything's relative. Okay then, folks, that was irresponsible. I love Richard Kind, liked him in pretty much everything I've seen him in. Uh, fantastic in Spin City. He guest starred, of course, on Burn Notice, Leverage. I think he made his name on the US sitcom Mad About You. And he's also, he plays the mayor in Gotham. Slimy in that, rather than out and out funny. Yep. Not really a show for comedic value, although you do find yourself smiling quite a bit. There are some smiles. Since you mentioned Gotham, our favourite Canadian is in everything actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, Heidel. Yeah, Christopher Heidel. Well, been in it twice so far. Yeah, because I was looking at him thinking, God, that Gruber guy is really good. I wonder who's playing him. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that was a great episode, and you had Marina Backer in as well. Okay, Martin Wood, who directed this episode, he directed 47 episodes of SG1, 29 of Atlantis, also the movie Continuum. He directed episodes of Sanctuary, Arctic Air, Primeval New World, and Cedar Cove. Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi, the writing partners, they wrote this episode, also wrote 38 episodes of SG1, another 14 episodes of Atlantis, and 12 episodes of Universe, as well as Transport to the Series and Delete. Currently in production of Dark Matter which will be airing on the Sci-Fi Channel this summer. Hmm. Looking forward to that. Read the comic, how they uh, adapt it to a TV series. Vague sci-fi reference. You're familiar with Quark. What, the Ferengi? Yes. Yeah? It's also a form of dairy product. Is it? Yes. I, I bought it purely because I read the name and could not buy it. <laughs> I were getting dinner in the ICT building and I saw the dessert on Blueberry Quark and I was like, I have to <laughs> have that. I never get dessert, but I have to have that. <laughs> was it good? It was surprisingly sweet. Right then, that was irresponsible. Next week we are back with the SG-1 episode, The Shroud. Mm. On the next Stargate SG-1. This is new. The Ori Chosen One converts Daniel. Gotta tell you though, not your look. And the team must decide to either trust him... If what Jackson is saying is true, there is an Ori ship out there with a near-complete weapon on it that could prove useful against the Ori. Or destroy him. The IOA has proposed to the president that Daniel Jackson's life be terminated. On the next Stargate SG-1.
last time we recorded I went I can't remember what that one was about <laughs> <laughs> ah, I feel your pain yes the shroud this is where Daniel returns after a brief hiatus as an alright prior Ooh. well I was thinking that's an alright well you know he's been ascended one way maybe he Daniel as I said to Michael Daniel Lazarus Jackson the man who treats death like a revolving door that's true <laughs> I mean, let's face it, if you watch Arrow, you've got a big question mark there. You go, hang on a minute. <laughs> no, I've watched it. No, I mean the question over Oliver. Yeah, I, I've watched the subsequent episode. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. The most interesting news, at least for UK residents, is that Richard Dean Anderson will be appearing at the London Film and Comic Con this July the 17th through to the 19th, and he will be present for all three days. Pricing for photos and autographs is set at £45. On top of the Enterprise. The only other Stargate-related guest is Nicole DeBoer, who appeared in the excellent Atlantis episode Whispers, but is best known for her time on The Dead Zone and Deep Space Nine. On the set of Dark Matter, Tori Higginson has wrapped the production of her scenes, and now it's Amanda Tapping's turn to once again get behind the camera and direct her episode of the series. Photos and other goodies over on Joseph Melozzi's blog, updated daily during the production. Other convention appearances include Michael Shanks, who is appearing at the Oz Comic Con, April the 11th through 12th at Perth, and a week later when the convention moves on to Adelaide on the 18th and 19th. Christopher Heidel will also be a guest at those two Australian conventions, along with other Stargate notables, Cliff Simon and Ben Browder. Michael will also be at the Phoenix Comic Con, which takes place this May the 28th to the 31st, along with Jason Momoa. Jennifer Polner-Wells, who wrote the excellent Stargate uber fanfic Futura Memoria and the highly successful Polish sci-fi novel Fluency, has released The Grove, which was originally in an anthology series. The Stargate novel is free from our website and highly recommended, and Fluency is well worth the purchase, and has been getting great reviews since its release last year. On the birthday front, the 17th sees Gary Chalk, Colonel Chekhov on SG-1, Lou Diamond Phillips, Colonel Telford on Universe, and Sasha Peartree's Grace on SG-1, all celebrating. And on the 20th, another bumper day with birthdays for Willie Garson, who played Martin Lloyd on SG-1, French Stewart from the original theatrical feature, and Louis Ferreira, who was Colonel Young on Stargate Universe. We will, of course, be tweeting and posting all verified birthdays we know about, as and when they occur, so keep an eye out. We'd love to hear from you, and if you want to get in touch with us for any reason, you can find our contact form on the website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or send us an email or voice recording using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Google+, so just search for Gatecast or Stargate in general. And we are also on Twitter, at the Gatecast, which is one word. Our show and feed are carried by iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, and if you fancy giving us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher, that would be appreciated. Okay then, let's return to the show. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Any thoughts, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. We've still got some spaces for guest slots on Season 3 of Atlantis and Season 10 of SG-1. And then Season 4 of Atlantis. Love to hear from you if you're interested. But for now, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.